0: Matty and Wing with you here on a Friday. It's Maine Athletic Fundraising Football Friday, which means we'll be doing some football-y things tonight. We will have Edward Little in Portland for you on 105.5 a.m. at 1240 with a 6.30 pregame video stream on the NBR Facebook page. Our other video tonight will include our sideline robo-cam as Thornton Academy travels to Wyndham to take on the Eagles. That'll be a 6.30 pregame. That'll be on 92.7 and on Sports Time 780. And then we'll have Mountain Valley Oceanside on 100.7, God willing, no guarantees. And Saturday, Oxford Hills at Cheveris, noon pregame, 96.9 a.m. 1450, video stream, mbr.org. Or mbrradio.com is probably the easiest. Actually, you know what, mbrradio.com, find all your audio links, your video links, all of it. The man, the myth, the legend, Randy Whitehouse joins us now. Probably the only White House I've seen that's competent at his job this week. Good morning.
1: We uh, we disowned the Rhode Island White House decades
0: ago. I assume that's probably what happened. That was that that I assumed that was the case. I assumed. I assumed. I assumed.
1: We we know, and we the the main White Houses certainly know a lot more uh, drinking and partying going and a lot more about quarters. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, right. good to know.
0: Uh, that's good. That's uh, that's excellent. First off, where uh, where are you headed tonight?
1: I'm heading to Brunswick. I got Mount Blue, Brunswick. Uh, I haven't seen the Cougars or the Dragons play this year, so uh, have a chance to go down and, and check both of them out. And looking forward to that, getting a taste of that B North football, which just looks like it's it's a pretty crazy race, wide B open. North. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, looking forward to seeing those two teams. My first time uh, seeing a, a Mount Blue a Nate Quirion coach Mount Blue team. so uh, so I'm excited for that.
0: Interesting. It's always interesting to what what conference is always up for grabs each year. And this year, it just seems to be it seems to be B. You know, just just how it works.
1: Yeah, and I think you know going into a year that you know it was it was kind of thought to be up in the air um you know i don't think uh uh you know anyone you know is really surprised that Scout hegan is he's right now at the top uh of the heel standings and, and you know it's a good chance he'll be there at the end of the year but um you know i you can certainly see a, a Scout or brunswick uh or you know uh uh you know Brewer last week got a big win against Mount Blue. You could see Mount Blue making a run. Coney at the end of the season. Uh, you know, saw so Coney of course. Uh, you know, any number of, of teams could come out of that come out of that region at the end of the year. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to watch. It's kind of like Class B South would be if you know if Wells wasn't there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's usually how that goes. We were just yeah. we were actually just talking about that. We were we were talking about um Wells and all their stuff. It's uh Yeah. It's not easy yeah, for the Winthrop Monmouths of the world to to overcome that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, it really is. And you know, it's 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 no criticism of, of Wells. I like, you know, Tim Tim Welch is, is a great coach and a great guy and I you know, I think he probably gets a little touchy about it, you know, kind of a what do you expect us to do. We petitioned up for a number of years with Mountain Valley and, and uh, you know, finally decided that, you know, enough was enough. And now we're at, at our enrollment level. But, uh, you know, that program is just uh, <clears throat> so well established and so well entrenched. And, and, you know, their numbers are pretty solid, whereas a lot of the teams that they're facing, uh, you know, fluctuate from year to year. Uh, you know, I I, I think it, you know far be it for me to tell Wells how to run their program, but I, I think they would be far more competitive in, in Class C. I mean, they won Class C before dropping down to D, and I think Class D would be better off. Honestly, uh, you know, if they weren't there, it certainly you know they, you can say the you know, that they raise the level of competition there, but it's it's not a lot of fun going through a season you know, knowing who's going to win the region I mean, you know, they'll, they're facing the team that's the top threat to them tonight in Lisbon and Lisbon's a very good team but I don't expect that game to be really any closer than say the, their game against you know, Winthrop Monmouth was you know, that was a fairly competitive game but I don't think Outcome was ever in doubt. And I don't. I doubt that the uh, the game tonight against Lisbon will ever be in doubt. So, you know, it, that's just the way it is. And, and I'm still going to watch D South. It's still going to be a lot of fun to watch. Just how that all shakes out, and <clears throat> and whether some someone can uh, knock off Lisbon in the semifinals. You know, like. uh, like, when their mom has knocked them off in the, in the quarters last year, I wouldn't be shocked to see an upset like that. But we all know how it's going to end, so that takes out a little bit of
0: the fun. I agree. Kind of reminds you a little bit of the, uh, remember when Oxford Hills Never Little and Lewiston kind of got in with Chevers and Portland and Wyndham yeah. and were like, okay, they're never going to win a game. You know? That's like, ah, oh, well, it was fun. Yeah. Fo- football around Central and Western Maine was tremendous for a few years, you know? Look at them now, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know, it, it's, you know, come back, there's, there's more parity, there's been more parity uh, the last couple of years, but, uh, yeah, it, it feels a lot like that. You just you went into it, you know, hoping that for the long term, you know, it was going to be kind of a rising tide lifting all boats kind of thing. And it, it's worked out to that to some extent. Um, you know, I think, you know Portland has has come back to the pack as much as those teams that have, have progressed up to their level uh you know same thing with Wyndham I mean they're down this year obviously and uh, so you know you kind of have that same feeling class D how long are we willing to to wait around on the hope it's not a guarantee but on the hope that everyone will start to play up to Wells' level I don't expect
0: that to happen really anytime soon. Yeah. Talking with Randy Whitehouse from the Sun Journal. Randy, we've been talking, uh, I asked each of the coaches for our interviews this week there was an article uh, in the paper that said that last Thursday Orono High School played a football game and I don't know, they had 12 to 14 kids dressed and that was all. Yeah. And the, the article said, well the NPA needs to step in and set a number or do something, I guess was the kind of the gist of it. What's your sense for all that? What What is the action to be taken? Or I asked the coaches, what's the number of which you say, wow, I don't know if we can do this with that many kids?
1: Yeah, that, that, I, that was Charles Losarcus column. And I thought, you know, he, he did a good job with it. Um, but I, I don't know that you can set certain number um you know it, it, it would vary from coach to coach and from school to school uh you know I think it was 13 that Orono had uh you know and, and a couple of kids did get hurt during the game uh, I guess one of both of them ended up staying in the game but there was that moment where you were kind of holding your breath saying oh no you know, from what Travis was saying, you know, you were wondering whether they would have enough players. Uh, you know, I think, I think the NPA is really going to try to to push this eight-man football this next year. I think they're really prepared to do that, uh, and I I think they they feel like they they have enough schools to to at least buy into explore it further. Uh, and and really, you know, if not, in the next classification cycle Take steps towards that. Uh, Of course, they have a stigma to overcome with with Indian football. Uh, You know, coaches, a lot of coaches that I talk to in this state aren't that familiar with it and don't know much about it, and some I've talked to don't think it's real football. Uh, People that I've talked to that have watched it, have covered it, uh, you know, our friend Lee Horton, of course, he praises it, sings the praises of it, so it's as good and as entertaining as eleven uh, as man football. But I, I think that's the next direction that, that the NPA is going to head. I, I don't see them setting a uh, number in concrete that you have to have uh, to participate in a game, especially uh, with the rule that if you forfeit, you know, you, you can't play varsity for, for the, it's the next two years, right? So, uh, you know, you set a high number and then tell teams that they, they can't reach or go below that number or else they're not going to be able to play a varsity schedule for a couple of years. Uh, you're going to put some, some teams and some coaches in, in some really difficult positions. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I think the, the main way that that... that going to be addressed next is through uh, trying to, to see if we can, we can have a man football in the state, and if that doesn't work, then yeah, I, I could see the MPA setting a, a, a roster size number requirement for either the beginning of the season or uh, you know uh, a number that, that you can't go below during the season. But I, I don't think that's the first thing that
0: they'll take a look at. Talking with Randy Whitehouse from Sun Journal. You know, when media advisory committee meeting last week, that was one of the big topics of, of conversation, was that was that eight-man football. And, you know, there were some a few bonuses to it that I think maybe we will get some people on board. I think eight-man football will end up having a state championship game. I think the questions from that, it, it's not a matter of when eight-man football is coming. I think we already know it's next year and it's probably going to be for this next classification cycle. It's going to be a matter of who is involved. Now, I would assume all the e-schools, okay? But then you're going to have some select C-schools, I'm guessing, they are going to want to be a part of that. So you're going to have an eight-man football class and you're going to get to a point where you're probably going to have to go back to three classes for football. So is the eight-man football state championship going to be up at Orono every, every Friday each year and then the rest of the games at Fitzy on Saturday? I mean... You know, there's a lot of things going on. There was talk in that meeting, like, "Well, oh, you can still have four in, in the other class." I, I don't think you can have four and, and then an eight man class. Like, I don't, I don't think it would work. Like, I just don't think there would be enough teams to play a schedule. There might be, I, I just don't think so. Not unless you're going A, B, and C and cross playing and everything else.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think if you're going to have eight man football, it's going to be tough to to have maintain a, a four class system. I, I just don't see enough. Teams, you know, especially you know, I, I think you're right. You'll see not all of the classy teams, but a lot of them go to, to go to eight-man fo- football. Offering eight-man football, you'll see a lot of uh, you know some D North teams offering eight-man football. Maybe a, a couple of D South teams uh, also, and, and like you said, maybe some C teams. Uh, you know, and I think there'll be. Uh, you know, a pretty, pretty strong number, and you're right, they'll have a, they'll have a class and, and a state championship for that, and, uh, you know, I think that will attract some schools, and, uh, you know, and then that will leave you probably with enough teams for, you know, six fairly large uh, 11-man football regions, uh, but probably not enough for, for uh, four classes. I don't think. I agree
0: with you on that matter. Talking with Randy Whitehouse from the Sun Journal, sunjournal.com. Follow him on Twitter, raw material 33 I don't even know, like, I don't even know why we're talking about football today. I know today is a is a main athletic fundraising football Friday, but, you know, we're sitting here and we're all concerned about high school football and pro football. and The Celtics freaking start the preseason no, tonight. Tonight's tonight on Gordon TV. Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving are going to be on the court and the march to Banner 18 begins a little bit this evening. That's my my son
1: and I consoled ourselves watching the Patriots on Sunday night. Saying, "Well, Celtics start next week, <laughs> so you know, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this more in in recent memory. I'm I'm really excited. Definitely gonna be checking out some of the preseason action, whereas. You know, and I did last year, of course, with all the new faces as well. But this is, you know, kind of like a bonus, uh, an extra preseason or a repeat of last preseason because Hayward's back, and uh, you know, getting a chance to see all those guys playing the game again. I'm, I'm pretty fired up. I mean, you know, seeing Moss talking about the bench. Unit creating this identity is the bench with attitude, I guess, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love seeing that. You don't see that too much in the NBA anymore, just because teams don't have the depth that the Celtics are going to have this year. Uh, you know, they're you know, bench guys are going to be embracing their roles, and and with Marcus Smart back, and you know, adding Daniel Tice coming back, uh, you know, that's going to be a really, really good bench. So, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm really looking forward to the to the Celtics starting up, and I'm afraid with the direction that the Patriots are going, the, uh, they're going to have more of my attention early, uh, earlier this season than they might have in previous <laughs> seasons, uh, just because they look so good, but also because uh, the Patriots aren't looking that great, and the Red Sox, I'm afraid, are, are headed for another early exit. So. Uh let's go Celtics for
0: sure. All right. Okay, so now I gotta ask you kinda tease that. Do you think you think they lose to the Yankees or A's or you think it's you know, they lose to the Astros or Indians in the championship round?
1: I I I think it'll be first round. I do. I just with the way the pitching's going. I don't know how you can feel good at all about the pitching. Uh, you know, it was a strength this during the season. It's a the reason they've won the division and won the division so easily. Is because of the pitching, uh, but it's all falling apart right now. And uh, you, you know, what what are you going to get from Sale? I mean, it seems like best case scenario with Sale is that he can give you five good innings right now. Uh, you know, Price. We all know how how much he stinks in the postseason. He he's had a very good season, but he hasn't done anything. Uh, you know, in terms of giving you any extra feats, uh, that he's turned his his postseason woes around. I mean, he pitches great for the whole second half, and then goes goes into Yankee Stadium and and loses his lunch on the mound, basically. So I I don't have any faith in him. Uh, you know, after that, the 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 starting pitching is kind of a toss up, and the bullpen's a, a complete you know complete question. I, at best, I you know everybody kind of uh, takes Kimball for granted and says, you know, I feel great about Kimball at the end of the games. I don't. You know, how many times do we see closers come into postseason games that are tied or you're a run behind? How does Kimball do in those situations? Not very well. So I, I just, I have absolutely no faith that maybe maybe their offense can carry them through a series uh, against the Yankees because their pitching is a mess as well. Maybe it can carry them to a, a, fir- a first-round series against Oakland, but I don't see them getting past Houston or Cleveland uh, in an ALCS just based on offense alone. I, I mean, I, I would have picked Houston to win the American League regardless uh, of what the pitching Red Sox pitching situation was coming into this. I thought they were a better team all season. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't feel good at all. I mean, how do you feel about the Yankees? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's pretty much, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, no pressure on the Yankees, really. I know the expectations coming into this year were huge, but based on the injuries and based on the way that they played, it's kind of how it's money, isn't it, at this point? it's You know, I, I, I wouldn't feel that bad if I was a Yankee fan. They didn't been into anything the postseason. You know,
0: I I guess, right, if you would asked me this in May, yeah. I would have had an entirely different answer, but after what I witnessed with this team this whole season, right. of them not getting it done against teams like Baltimore, or getting their ass kicked by teams by t- like Tampa, for example, I mean, I can think of about 14 to 15 games between the two yeah. that were like, how do you lose that game? And I'm already prepared for Aaron Boone to mismanage the wild card game. I'm already, I've already mentally prepared myself for. I've already mentally prepared myself for Oakland at Boston next Thursday or Friday or whenever the hell the series starts, because I know in my mind that that's probably end up is probably what's going to end up happening. I, I think, I think the more I think about we well, talked to Seth Everett yesterday. Uh, me and Wing talked to him and a major league baseball guy from NBC. Yeah. And he made a great point. It's something that I think we all forget about. You know, a lot of times during the season, we forget about all the things from last postseason. But Houston is probably the most complete team. They battled injuries all year to their their key guys. You know, all, all the teams have. But they're finally right. They're finally getting the ship right. They held off Oakland. They held off Seattle. I mean, to me, Houston has all the, they have everything in the world. I'm worried about I would be worried about Houston no matter who plays them in in the championship series. And if Cleveland beats Houston, I'd be just as worried about Cleveland because not only are they do, they have plenty of playoff experience on that roster and I just know that Terry Francona is going to outmanage Alex Cora and or Bob Melvin and or Aaron Boone whoever the hell makes it to him. So to me, whoever wins the Cleveland Houston series is making the World Series.
1: Yeah yeah I agree. I think going into the playoffs I think if you did a power ranking you would have to go Astros one, Indians two, and Red sox three and and you know probably Yankees four uh, athletics five but uh, you know people would say, how can you say that Be, you know with the Red Sox uh, record how can you put that number three uh, they you know they kind of did the opposite of what the Yankees did they 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 feasted off the weak sisters. And, you know, great, that's what you're supposed to do, but uh, that kind of makes that record kind of deceiving. And, you know, you tip your cap to to them setting a new franchise record for victories in a season, but uh, that then 25 cents will buy you a, a cup of coffee somewhere once you get to the postseason. It doesn't mean a damn thing. Ask the Seattle Mariners about that. So, you know, that, I think that's that's how it would stack up. You would have to consider Houston and, and Cleveland bigger favorites than the Red Sox just based on the way the teams are going into the playoffs right
0: now. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Yeah, go. same here. You got anything, Coach? You got anything for Randy?
1: I'm all set, I think.
0: You're good? All right. Randy, I'm going to let you go because we've got to play some uh, football coaches' interviews. So you're at Brunswick Mount Blue tonight. Tell Coach Ram we said hello.
1: I absolutely will. I'll, uh, I'll say hi to to Ram and uh, hopefully have a have a good game to write about tonight. I'm I'm not doing a game tomorrow, so I gotta really I gotta come up big tonight. Yeah, there's really not a lot going on tomorrow, so we get got uh, covering covering uh, Oxford Hills Chevers. I'd like to be I'd like to see that one, but no need for me to be there with the Hawks there. He'll he'll have everything. To
0: well, you can just you can just watch it. We'll be video streaming that game tomorrow.
1: So just... And I. Probably will have that on one screen and, and the Ryder Cup on the other. You'll have uh, you'll
0: you'll have Wing and uh, right. and Tasker yeah. Winslow on on the on the call. So well, there we go. We're finally we're finally getting some youngsters involved. It's very nice. It's a oh, nice good. It's good because I know I can't do it forever. So you know, I can I can barely do it now, and I'm so, not a kid as we recall. Yeah. So I just you know trying to trying to make sure we get 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 a wide swath, and you know. All inclusive, all inclusive environment. You know, MBR Radio and 105 Sports. It's
1: and, the same way at the Sun Journal. Now I'm twice the age of everybody else on the
0: staff. <laughs> know that feeling? That's I know that feeling all too well. All the guests come in now, and I'm like, Oh yeah, you don't remember the '86 Super Bowl? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: it's, yeah. I'm reminded daily how old I am when I say, Oh yeah, that reminds me of the uh, 1997 World Series of uh, uh, what. Who's Fridge Ooh. Perry?
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Randy. We'll see you later. Take, care. Guess, take care. Thank yeah. you. That's Randy Whitehouse from the Sun Journal. Right now, it's Lisbon head football coach Chris Cates on the B list.